Let's have some fun. Hey, it's Night Chats, where I, Nogarami, chat. Joining me today is my good friend, Sriracha Flash. Bum, In bum, the future. Bum. Or, uh, damn, I gotta cut ah! that out. Cut that out! Cut it out! I gotta, yeah. Uh, when's, uh, <laughs> man. You just gotta step back on that one. Oh! Jose, this is the best kept secret. You have been led into the light. Bum, Back bum, to the bum. present. Sriracha Flash, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. How's it going? Uh, not so bad. You know, it's, it's Saturday morning after a long night of D and D, so I'm I'm feeling it now. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> buddy! I I literally got off of work uh, 20 minutes ago. Uh, I left work. Uh, I came home as I was like heading home. You messaged me like, hey. 20 minutes to start, start time. And I was like, oh, all right, cool beans. Like, perfect. I'm saving this up really well. Then I realized I haven't eaten today. So I, like, quickly made a burger. Then Opal was like, I want lunch too. So I made her lunch. And I'm, like, scarfing this burger down. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Oh, shit, I need my drink. Oh, shit, I need to go to the bathroom. All right, now we're ready to go. And now I'm here. So, like, I'm good. I'm nice. I'm hungover. I'm, uh, oh, God. I just got off work. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm very nice. sorry. Nice audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, nice audio podcast. Edit that out. We'll, we'll edit that in post. Edit, no. edit the burp out in post. Never. No, but like make it. No, no, but make it louder. Don't, don't, don't delete it. Make, uh, edit it, uh, make it louder. <laughs> make all right, it, all make right. It, I got you. I got you. Oh, I, I guess two I minutes share in. What, Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say I should share what I'm drinking because uh, I just saw you raise your glass. I'm not gonna tell the folks yet, but I'm just gonna show you. This is this is the choice. Ooh, Wanderland. You weren't supposed to say it yet. Oh, shit. Oh, I I meant Wanderlust, the movie. And no, I'm I'm drinking Sierra Nevada's uh, Wanderland. It's the Nectarine Ale. I haven't had it before. Oh, okay. It's really good. I don't know if this is uh, something that they do every year. I don't know. I found it. I, I drank it. I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know jack shit about Sierra Nevada, except for every now and then I'll walk by the beer aisle and I'm like, that looks good. And I pick it up. As with most yep. things, I refuse to do any research. And I just grab and go. Ah, so we, so we do the same thing. You don't even like, like you, you look at it a little bit and you're like, all right, it seems decent. And it's just a six pack. You like, you buy the whole six pack without even oh. thinking about it. You're like, all right, what? it's coming with me. <laughs> 100 percent um god damn what's the company uh not founders oh fucking it's here in michigan uh shorts i think it was shorts no it was dark horse brewing dark horse brewing had a sapient trip ale and the fucking at the time i was playing darksiders 2 and the logo is like the death rider uh from the forest of the apocalypse like on his horse and I was just like, this fucking syncs up perfectly because in Darksiders 2, you play as death. Uh, and I was just like, absolutely. Grabbed it, not realizing that it's like 9.7%. Uh, started drinking them down. And like before I knew it, I was like, this cool bottle is making me feel weird. Uh, and four down, I was like, I think I'm ready for a nap. It's like three in the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> I've definitely done that. Uh, where if it wasn't for my roommate and me doing like a little little taste test for him. Uh, and he always asks what the percentage is, but like, I don't look anymore. I'll just be like, yeah, drinking it, and then I'm like, all right, it's uh, I'm halfway through this <laughs> bottle, and it's certain. So <laughs> the only time that Ooh. I, yeah, at, at, at this point, the only time that I look at like the alcohol 
is when I've had four or five and I'm like, I don't feel shit right now. And then I look and it's like, this is 3.9%. And I'm like, this is a waste of my time and money. Oh, what a fucking absolute a garbage. I, uh, it was a, a Lambic. I'm going to forget the name. Linden Man. It's, um, it's another Belgian kind of thing. It's a, they, they, they only do, uh, Lambics. And I, I drank a little bit. I'm like, that's really sweet. And then I look at the bottle and it's like, all right, 2.5. Nice. <laughs> awesome happy i did this but that's really a guessing game because either it's it's really sweet and it's like s- super weak or it's still really sweet and it's like 10 percent, and you're like yeah it's super sweet to mask the bitterness of the alcohol that you're adjusting you're like yeah. ah i see what your game plan is here son of a bitch <sighs> yeah. gets me every time gets me every time every every time uh but one thing i did want to ask you about is uh How's your family doing? It's been a while. Uh, family's good, man. Um, Evelyn is, is is home. She's chilling. She's having a good time uh, with me. Uh, she's She's been really good for the family and shit like that now that, like... So she's been recovering from... Um, not I, I, All right, hold on. Pauses. Not, like, actual pauses. Let me explain. Uh, so she has... Um, what is... Oh, my God. I can't think of it. I'm about to yell at her and be like, Evelyn, what's the problem with your back? Uh, but, she has a back problem. Uh, okay. Yeah, she, she has a back problem. Uh, like Sciatica, that's what it is. Sci- I, 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 I kind of want to say cirrhosis, and I was like, that's what's happening to me from drinking. Uh, but no, it's, she has sciatica that she's dealing with. Um, and it's okay. really, really bad. And um, and so that put her like down and out from work because it, it flares up. And yeah. when it flares up, she's uh, she's almost bedridden, and I feel awful for her. Um, so she has that and she has, uh, degenerative disc disease, uh, in her vertebrae. And so she's got like this that are literally dissolving. So it like creates problems. So she was down and out from work for a while. Uh, but now she's recovering. She's doing better. Um, so that's good. Opal is like growing like a weed. She's super smart now. Uh, she's super gross as all kids are. Uh, I saw her wipe a booger on the wall the other day. That was disgusting. That, but I was just like, I, I like, I get it. But and then I was just like, what's that? And she goes, oh, it's it's my booger. And I I went to go clean it up, and she got very upset. So you know, that's kids. Kids are great. Uh, she's currently learning about and enjoying Minecraft right now, which is oh. like, of all the games you could have got into, like why that one? Uh, but I suppose Minecraft is better than like a lot of these other kids' games that are designed to just like zap money from kids, like My Singing Monsters and these other ones that are like. I don't know. It's essentially a gotcha game where you're paying $5 to get a monster that sings like a note in a harmony. Uh, it's it's so bad. I, I, I Listen, it is. I would prefer Minecraft it is awful. over that. I, absolutely. I, I'm just going to throw this out there. I fucking hate the My Singing Monsters game and company. They suck my ass. Fuck you guys. Fuck every single one of you. I'm Listen, I'm sorry. No Grammy's future sponsor, Blue Dot, or whoever the fuck makes that game. But Jesus Christ. To have the absolute nerve, the nerve to charge the absurd amount of money that you guys do for a monster that sings one note, and you have to collect at least 10 fucking monsters to sing a harmony on an island. And guess what? There's 30 islands with different monsters on them. You guys oh, suck my, my ass. Goodness. Fuck all of you. Fuck my singing <laughs> monsters. I know it's insanely popular for some reason, and there's like this culture that I didn't even know about where they have like 5 million subscribers on YouTube, and like people make fan videos of themselves singing. 
It's the weirdest thing. I don't like it, but that's just me. That's uh, um, no, that's a that's a pretty big yikes. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it um, is a lot of it's it's an absurd amount of money. And then they're like, they have this one thing that you're like, you can pay. I think it's ten dollars. And when you pay ten dollars, you every day that you log in, you get diamonds. And of course, you use the diamonds to unlock monsters and unlock other shit on the island, which is one of like four currencies that they make you fucking pay for. Uh, so if you pay ten dollars, log in every day, you get a bonus for like I think thirty days or something like that. But if you miss a day, if you miss a fucking day, they're just like, not only do you not get the diamonds that you paid for, also if you miss miss too many days in a row, they just stop giving them out. They're like, oh, you must have stopped playing. So we just took your money, and now you get nothing. Oh my god, I hate that. Hate, I hate. That's ridiculous. It's so it's so predatory on little kids. I it makes me insane. Um. um I'm sorry. It's it's okay. It's okay. Though, I mean, look, I'm a bad but dad because I fed my... into it and bought her toys. So, like, it is. Uh, listen, this is what you have going for you. Minecraft is a one-time purchase. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, you fucking thought. See? All right. Minecraft. Oh, God. Now has, like, available mods and shit that you can buy uh, that are, like, $5 a pop. Or Minecraft coins, which are their own specific little microtransaction shits. And, of course, they have one that appeals strictly to young girls, where it's, like, these are the Minecraft babies. And, like, you get little, like, baby versions of, like, the creepers and whatever monsters they have now. And it's, like, oh, fucking come on. I'm, and every I'm day sorry. she's, like, Dad, can I have this? And I'm, like, no. Like, we're not feeding into this. I'm sorry. Like, you already have, I already bought the game for you. Like, play the game, first of all. I built her a house the other day. She was so happy. And then, you know, she's a kid. She burnt the house down and all the animals inside it. And, like, having to come hear on. your child scream. That, like, the house is burning down and all the animals are dying. And I'm like, what happened? And she goes, I poured lava into the house. And then the lava filled the house and burnt the house down. I'm like, what the fuck? What the now, fuck is happening right now? Here's the thing. Also a 50-50 gamble. The house is on fire. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what, what is happening? Like, what is... And then I'm just like, awesome. That was like an hour of building this shit that's gone now. And she's like, I need you to build me a new one, but also put out this fire. And I'm like, oh. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's been so long since I played Minecraft. Like, I'm just like, all right, I gotta fucking do all this. And now I'm like learning Minecraft on the fly to help my child. That's terrible. Uh, And then there's Ben. Uh, Ben is my oldest. He's home from college right now during the COVID pandemic. Uh, he tried it out for a couple months there. Didn't really feel safe and everything like that. They sent the kids home early in, like, November and closed down until just, like, this week um, for quarantine precautions and everything. Um, and then Ben decided just not to go back, which I don't blame him. Um, and so he's he's home right now. He's having a good time, you know, relaxing, doing anything an 18-year-old would do with no bills and uh, no real anything. He's sitting around playing video oh. games. Yeah, I miss those days. Although I mostly do the same thing, <laughs> just sit around. And yeah, play except video games. except you got bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, I see oh, the God. money come into my account and I see it leave my account, and I'm like, okay, that's oh, it's been that, that dude. That is that's the most depressing thing. Is like you know a check's like coming and the check is already spent. And you're like, God. yeah, <sighs> fucking kill me. It's a uh, it's definitely time, but you also have a a new little fur baby that you got. Oh Not my god, this ago. fucking this fucking cat. All right. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like Mr. Downer. That but everyone loves this cat except for me. I'm now, sorry. that's that's, that's oh, a no, classic dad move right there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 100% a dad move. Like I know eventually it's going to be me and this cat relaxing watching the Packers next year. 
But like, I don't like cats. I'm not a cat guy. Uh, my family had cats growing up for the longest time. Like I've always been around cats and stuff like that. They're just yeah. not for me. I like dogs. I'm a dog guy. Um, and so unfortunately, I think this cat knows that I don't like it. And so it's like, tries to warm up to me, give me the most affection. Meanwhile, everyone else in the house is loving on this cat and this cat wants nothing to do with them. The cat's trying to win me over. And yeah. so like, we're, be- <laughs> we're becoming friends by not wanting to be friends to each other. The cat's like, I gotta win this fucking guy over. So it's always like snuggling up on me and shit. I can't. She's cute, you know, she's great, whatever. She's a fucking cat. She chases stuff. It's funny to, like, make her run around with the laser pointer. Uh, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's, she's she's fine. She's fine. I'm not going to complain about the cat. You know, everyone loves the cat. It's, she's fine. She's cute. Everyone's this is, happy. This is literally circa my dad, like, ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Oh, There's a cat. Uh, it's there. It loves me. I hate it. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah it's hilarious the papa nogoremi knows what's up that, that's a dad yeah. connection then like yeah. i said next year i'm sure there's gonna be everyone's gonna post a picture of me i'll sleep in my recliner and the cats are laying on me or something like that while i'm watching football so like yeah that, it's bound to that happen you love the count love the cat now and nobody knows the truth still right <laughs> oh, yeah still still hate it but like it's uh, not like hate like i'm like kicking the cat you know it's a, it's just no like it's just a, like leave you me alone yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you do you, I'll do me, and like we'll we'll go about our business. Yeah. Uh, but how is the dog? Because you have a dog, right, Rufus? Yes, I have two dogs. Uh, I have Rufus, who is, uh, for for the for the white people scared of scared of these dogs. I have Rufus, who's an American uh, bull terrier. There we go. Oh, that's no. the way. To... Now, now for the rest of everyone else, I have Rufus, and he's the best pit bull that's ever graced God's green earth. Uh. He's wonderful. I love him. Um, he's not. He's like on the. He's definitely on like the back nine of his life right now. Yeah. Um, we've had him for I think nine years this year, uh, and when we got him, he was already a year or two old. And their life expectancy doesn't go much longer than twelve or thirteen years. But um, you know he he's great, man. He's uh, he's still doing his thing. He's definitely the old scholarly man of the house now. Uh, he's kind of losing some of his like bladder control and stuff like that. So Ooh. we got to like constantly take him out and make sure that he's okay. Um, we've got him on a special diet of green beans and like adult senior care dog food <laughs> to like make oh. green beans are good for dogs. Hips. All right. That's, that's what the vet told us. The green beans are good for dogs. Uh, so we were giving him green beans and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's great, man. He, he, we adopted him by mistake. Like he was thrust onto us by a stranger. Uh, I came home from the grocery store one day and he was leashed up to our camper in like the front yard. Oh. And I went inside and I was like, hey, Ev, whose dog is that out there? She goes, what dog? And I go, there's a fucking dog leashed up to the camper. And we go out there and he has no collar, he has no tags. It's just a chain around his neck and now he's leashed to our camper. Oh. And so we're like, where the fuck did this dog come from? Ask the neighbors. No one's seen anything. Don't know where he came from. Someone just dropped a dog off there. We put up notices. No one claimed him. So we're like, guess he's our fucking dog now. Gotta Um, gotta deal with this. (laughs) Yeah, and now we gotta deal with this. Like, this beautiful dog was just kind of plopped onto our laps. And so we took him, and he's been great ever since. You know, he's Opal's best friend. They love each other. Um, He's been great around our family forever. Uh, He was best friends with my old dog, Xander, before Xander passed away. Um, 
Right. He's great. I, it, Xander, yeah, I mean, Xander was fine. He's the, like, I have a thousand stories about that fucking dog. He was, like, a, a escape artist. Uh, he was this beautiful, like, brindle mastiff mixed with everything else that you could ever exist. He's a Heinz 47 dog. He's just, like, this big, beautiful dog. Just the horniest fucking dog you've ever met in your entire life. He would escape every fucking thing you put him in. To go, and, like, he'd just run away. No matter what we did, he'd run away. And then he'd come back, like, an hour later slobber all over his face and his dick hanging out like he just went and found somebody you would not believe the amount of dogs around here that look exactly like xander and i know why mind you (laughs) mind you not my fault not my fault okay he's a dog all right we let we let dogs live free live their lives uh but no i uh he's an escape artist he he was he was my dog um and he lived with my parents for a while like when i was first getting sorted out on my own and shit like that they had bought him um for like all of us kids and then he ended up living with me but my parents put up this fence that was like a six foot fence and so i don't know it was an eight foot fence at the time in the backyard so that way xander could run around because they knew he was an escape artist he would break out windows and everything and just run away and like go do his business and come back like that's all he did he just wanted to go fuck and i appreciate him for it but he's the horniest dog i ever met so eventually they started putting him in the backyard and they put it they put an eight foot fence up and we're watching him, like, explore this new fence. And I shit you not, as if he was bred from Mario the Plumber, we see him go, like, full speed at the fence, like, right at the corner of the fence. And he hops, out, like, at the wall. Oh, and then, goodness. whoop, and triangle jumps over the other side of the fence. And we're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, wait, no, that was the six-foot fence. That was the six-foot fence because the eight-foot fence, he dug under it. So Randy, okay. my stepdad... Uh, the eight foot fence he dug under it so Randy took all the fencing out which is like a full weekend project we buried it two foot deep so he wouldn't go over and then he triangle jumped over the six foot fence uh, and so we're just like I just fucking in, like, uh, so eventually we got him a harness and like the harness would go around his body you know it's not just like a collar yeah because like, he could escape the collar to their back. Yeah, yeah oh he, he could escape the collar he, what he would do his move was he would get to the end of his rope uh, to his, uh, his leash and then he would turn and face, like, with his head pointing to where the stake was in the ground. Then he would yank his head backwards until the collar came off or it snapped. And then he would just take off. Uh, so he knew what to do. He's the smartest dog ever. And then the harness that we got him, he just chewed through that. And so then we got him a uh, metal <laughs> leash. Like, that's like the, the, uh, the oh, fuck, what do you call it? Uh, the braided, like, braided metal leash. He chewed through okay. that. And so, like, he What is this dog? He was incredible. He is incredible. That's what he was. He was the best dog that ever lived. He was my best friend. Um, and Man then, after uh, your own heart. It really was. He really fucking was. But like, he would he would always come home. You know, he never never bit nobody. Never did anything. Um, and then one night, uh, we I, it's the reason I can't watch the movie Four Rooms anymore. Um, we're watching Four Rooms, and he like comes up and lays next to me. And all of a sudden, like, he's, like, he's got, like, foam at his mouth, and he's just, like, not responding to anything. Like, his eyes are kind of rolling back, so we're like, oh, this isn't good. Take him to the vet, and they're like, we can do a surgery. This is, mind you, this is at, like, 1 in the morning, so we had to go to an emergency vet, like, 30 minutes yeah. away. Um, and they're like, we can do an emergency surgery. It'll give him, like, six months to live. Otherwise, tonight's the night. I'm like, yeah. all right. And, like, in a flash, you know, I had to say goodbye to my best friend. But, like... I can joke about it now because, like, it's a lot easier and shit like that. Like, whenever, like, everyone will be like, remember when Xander did this? And I'd be like, yeah, now he's dead. 
<laughs> and it fucking cracks me up every time because he, I don't know, it, you know, like one of your friends that you can bust your friend's balls like back and yeah. forth, like me and you. Um, sure. And then like that, that's how me and Xander were like me and like, we just like bust each other's balls, you know, like, we wrestle and shit like that. And so now that like, he's gone, I'm just like, he's my best friend's gone. And I get sad about him sometimes. And like, uh, yeah. I buried him in the front yard and I had a bench out there. So I like on stressful days, I would go out, sit on the bench and just talk to him. And like obviously you can't hear me because he's fucking dead. But I would just I talk to him so. and just be like, "Yeah, oh yeah." I would vent. Um, and he passed away shortly before we had Opal, and so we never got to meet. And I was just like, "Man, you guys would have been best friends." I was like, "You fucking couldn't hang on like three more months, you son of a bitch." I was so mad at him. I was just yeah. like, "You did this. You didn't want to meet the fucking the family and stuff like that." But you know, for every death, there's a there's a life. Um, life springs forth and so he passed away and we had opal and like everything's fine so then we have bailey bailey's gonna outlive all of us she's a fucking cockroach she's an 18 year old like beagle dachshund oh my mix goodness. and like I-, I think she's 18 i don't know she could be 100 i don't fucking know but like <laughs> you would never know it like she moves like she's still three years old she's just an old ratty bitch she does this thing where she like bears her teeth she, like that's her way of like being friends with you she's like <laughs> And like, yeah, she's fucking really weird, and she's just like, that's how she's like those like how to be friends. If Bailey was a human, she'd be a cat lady that smells like piss. But like, oh. but she, but but she doesn't stink. That's the thing. It's like she doesn't stink. She's not gross, but like she would look like that, you know. Um, and so, but like, I don't know, she's invincible. Fucking Xander died, and she's still around. Like Rufus is on his way out, she's still around. Like she's gonna be around forever. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll be long the cat. <laughs> Yeah, she, yeah, she might outlive the cat. Honestly, at this point, she's gonna outlive these fucking birds, everything. Fucking. So anyway, that's every single person in my family. Oh, we have birds too, because we run a fucking animal sanctuary here. I guess. Um, we've got birds. Birds are fucking birds. I don't know. They're named Ramon and May. They chill out. Uh, then we have a. Okay. Yeah, they they they're, they're fucking birds. Uh, then we have a leopard gecko, and his name is oh, her name is Pascal. We thought it was a him. Then he started laying eggs. So her name is Pascal. <laughs> Um, that's a she fun fuck- discovery yeah exactly and we're like what the fuck are these and then like yeah just they just lay empty eggs like for no reason and we're yeah. just like oh fucking stupid ass so yeah we got a lizard she fucks off uh yeah but that's it that's everyone oh and then there is me i feel like this is the brady bunch and then there's jose uh yeah so now i'm here this is the best introduction to a podcast i think i've ever done in my life 20 yeah. minutes in it's still the intro Still the intro. Talked about a, a dead dog. Oh my god, he was the best dog. He was the fucking best dog. Oh yeah, I I, he... I will bring up um as as you talked about Xander, I, it made me uh, remember my dog that has passed, Tanner, who was uh super super fun to be around. I think he lived to be like fourteen, uh, but he was just super fun, always energetic, even in his later years until we uh, put him on medication because he had seizures. So we, mm-hmm. we tried to, you know, help him with the seizures because those aren't fun. Uh, but then he got all lethargic anytime he was on medication. And so it just became like, do we want him to just sit there and exist or do we want him to, to have fun? So we took him off of medication and he started having seizures again. And eventually we just got to the point where it's like, well, you know, our, what are, what are we going to do? Right. We can we can keep him yeah. alive and uh, he'll be here. But that that doesn't really do anything to improve his quality of life or anything like that so it was a yeah a rough uh december 26th where we 
gave him his last day. He had a, a oh. nice, uh, he didn't eat a full steak, but we gave him the steak bone. Uh, a little bit of steak in the steak bone because it was like a, uh, a T-bone and we had already eaten half of it. So, right. Uh, he got a little bit of steak. He got to run around and do a whole bunch of stuff. He had a ton of fun. And then we, we took him to the vet and, uh, put him down. I was there the entire time and I cried like a baby. So, Hey, I don't blame you. Hey, rest in peace, Tanner. That it, it is the worst thing to go through, man. I, I, I feel that definitely feel your pain on it. It's, it's never fun to like, see that final light fade from their eyes and like, you, it's hard to say goodbye. Uh, it, and it, it, it sucks. Yeah, uh, it's, but it's, it, really it's just one of those things of life that you have to accept. And like through time, it definitely gets easier, but man, those, those couple weeks after they pass, it's, it's the roughest thing in the world. Yeah. And the funniest part is people are like, well, do you hate Christmas now? You had to, you had to put your dog down. I'm like, no, Christmas is still one of my favorite times of the year. I get to remember all the good times I had with my dog. Like I don't, it's, People don't understand how much me and Tanner were alike for so much of our of my life, uh, because I got him way back in like the first grade. It, I was young oh, when, wow. we, when we got the dog, and he lived up to me almost all the way through college. So, holy cow! Uh, I had a a great time with him. We picked him up outside of the pound, which was one of the worst decisions you can take. Uh, because it's just way more expensive to get all of the shots for the dog, according to my to my mom. <laughs> uh, just let them take them into the pound and let them give them all the shots, and then adopt the dog for like you know fifty dollars or whatever the the price is in that area. Way right. better. <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was a he was a fun dog. He was tan, and then I called him Tanner. It was a uh, an hey, easy look. easy name. <laughs> Sometimes it's all you need, all right? It doesn't have to be too deep. Fucking Xander was Xander for reasons I don't know why. My fucking parents named him. They're like, off he goes. Like, it is what it is. It was great. Uh, So it's at this point where I'm like, huh, how do we describe who Sriracha Flash is? But, (laughs) you know, we pretty much went through it all. (laughs) Hold on. I I, want to backtrack a second because I sound like a terrible pet owner for being like, yeah, my dog got loose and just fucked everything in town. Uh, we, by the time that he came to live with me and Evelyn, like finally, you know, we came with my parents and shit like that. He was too old to be fixed. Couldn't do that. Like the vet was like, if we fix him, he could die. At that point, he was like seven years old. So we're like, fuck. Yeah. And he had a life expectancy of like 10 years. So we're like, okay, this kind of sucks. Um, and I will say that the only dog that he ever got like pregnant that we know of was a dog that was also would get loose and she would come to our yard. Uh, and it, she was a golden retriever. And so, like, I don't, like, it is what it is. Uh, Xander is fine. <laughs> sometimes you just go, sometimes you just go out and do your thing. Um, but no, he, uh, <laughs> we, we, we did try our best to keep him contained. You know, we never let him out um, after dark and stuff like that. Unless he's on, like, I personally had a leash on him and I was holding him. So I could yell at him if he tried to break loose. So, like, I yeah. don't worry. I do, Rufus and Bailey are fixed. So, like, they don't go nowhere, do nothing bad. They're they're good domestic animals. Xander was just a free spirit. You can't can't contain him. All right, it, free love. It's the seventies. Yeah, that that man did whatever he needed to do whenever he <laughs> needed to do it. <laughs> Son of a bitch, that fucking dog. Ah, he's great. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's that's me. I, I don't know. That, you guys yeah, think I'm, it's I'm, I'm... it's all it's all <laughs> Sriracha Flash. <laughs> Sriracha Flash or uh, Jose. I. You still don't know my real name. 
no, because you. So, all right. So that I think that's my favorite running joke is that I just call you different first names because you've never been like, here's my first name. So I'm just like, what up, Eric? Like, how's it going? Or what's up, Nick? And yeah, I know it drives you fucking insane, which is my favorite part about it. Uh, so no, I've always just been like, Nogaremi. And then like, who's Nogaremi? And I'm like, uh, Marcus, I don't know. You like, know, today I he's just, Paul. You know, who knows? Th- yeah, today he's Paul. Could be anybody. He's a chameleon. He's a chameleon is what he is. He's shapeshifters. It's, uh, it's intentional. But at a, at a certain point, like, my best friends call me Nog. Pretty much everybody except my parents or people I work with call me Nog, so... That's fair. Well, I mean, you, you've you been pretty explicit about wanting to keep your social media and fighting game life separate from your personal life. Yeah, uh, a little you've bit. Been pretty... If we ever meet in person, you'll get to know my real name, but... Yeah. I yeah, and That's I, pretty listen, much it. Let's... And then I, I humbly request that you don't use it online ever in association to I, me. I would... Listen, they'll never know because I'll just keep my fucking joke going of calling you different first names. So even if I threw it in, they'd never fucking guess. They'd never yeah. know. So it's fine, unless I, unless it's something like very specific. If you're like, it is Sinvicta or something. That that's a YouTuber. But like, if you're like, it's this, and I call you that, they're gonna be like, uh, I think that's no a real name. So I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah. See, I don't know. You're a man of mystery, but that's okay. It more mystery, less history. That's how you keep the relationship alive, baby. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's definitely one of one of the largest mysteries. Uh, I also believe you got Joe Monday to to tell that his actual name isn't Joe. <laughs> did he yes, actually tell you what I, it was? That, absolutely, he did. And then I told oh. him that would sell way less than what Joe Monday does. Way absolutely. less than Joe. <laughs> Ian Monday. Uh, Get out. Yeah, I dude. Mean, he told me in person. I looked him dead in the eye. I'm like, no way, dude. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, and it's outside of my name. I think it's one of the largest kept secrets of that. Uh, what his real name is. Although I, he yeah. has told people that Joe is not his first name. Yeah. That's, and if you want to find out that story, listen to Some Random featuring Joe Monday, uh, hosted by Sriracha Flash. Uh, <laughs> How great, long is that great... episode? Like three hours. <laughs> that's the worst part is like the worst part of that episode is that I've realistically I think we could have talked for like another two hours except for Joe had to go to bed. And like yeah. I had to go take care of like my family at the, well, I mean the kids were in bed and shit like that, but like Evelyn got home from work and everything. And I was like, I gotta do like that stuff, but like that episode kept going and like there the momentum of that episode never felt like it was letting down. And so we just keep like next question, next question, next question, like and then just like talking, um, which is why I really believe it's one of my best episodes that we've done uh, for the show. It uh, Joe's a great guest, and uh, we had a really great conversation. Uh, one of the first episodes I did with you, another one of my favorites. Cause that's where we like I learned how to develop uh, doing the show and shit like that was with you on the show. Yeah, because it helps to have someone that's a professional broadcaster, uh, like give you critiques in a way that they're not giving you critiques like i can pick up on the way that you you speak and you enunciate while you're like doing the interview thing and so i'm like oh this is what kind of what i should fine tune to make sure that like the guest has an experience so personally that's one of my favorite episodes um but like yeah that one the holiday hangover episode where like me and rdy and hacker fucking got together and shut the oh sales was there (laughs) We, we like just we like shoot the shit for like the longest time talking about relationships and breakups and like 
dating like girls with racist dads. That was the best. I uh, oh dude, that <laughs> just a quick story. We're like, you know, I was I was a younger man and like, a much younger man. Uh, I hooked up with a girl and I'm like, she called her dad like almost immediately afterwards to be like, guess what I just did, like in front oh, of me, and I was just like, my goodness, this is the worst. Like I fucking hated my life. And that was actually a secret I kept for a long time because it was like one of those things that like it happened and I was just like, I can't believe this is my real life that's happening right now. Like this is something out of like a yeah. shitty show. And then like we just got to talking and like bring up shit. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this happened. And yeah. like and now I'm telling the story again. But like, yeah, they exist out there. They, like the that like, oh, the girl that's like dating a brown guy to make her dad upset. Like, guess what? It fucking exists because it happens. It <sighs> happened to me. It could happen that to you, too. Sucks. Be careful out there. <laughs> But, like, that's what you get for growing up in, like, farm country Michigan. Uh, they exist. Like, when you're a photo negative of everyone else around you, shit's bound to get weird. Photo negative? That's funny. I haven't heard that before. It's, it's, the, it's the fucking truth, baby. That's... All right, so now I'm going to admit again uh, where I stole something, like, when I called Sin Victor. That is, like, an old uh, Christopher Titus bit. And I don't remember the context. I just remember that he said, like, someone's a photo negative from the rest of you. And I was like, that's fucking golden. Because that's how I got to live my life right now. And that stuck with me. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, I did an episode of Some Random with you. The The thing I remember most about that is you asked me about coffee and somehow we ended up talking about steaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, but coffee grounds on steaks, brother. That's I do not because I don't like coffee. <laughs> Oh, but, all right. But here's the thing: it's like it just adds like a like a light, like bitter flavor to the steak on the crust. Oh my god! So, put that. Oh, look, it's good, man. It's so good. A little bit of brown sugar on there too. Some salt, some sugar. pepper, some garlic powder. So this is this is number one thing. When I do, when I do fried chicken or fried uh, chick, uh, country fried steak, I 100% put a little bit of brown sugar in there. Uh, it just makes it look so good. Oh, yeah. You got to. Look, presentation so is like 50% of eating. All right, If your food doesn't look good, what the fuck are you doing? You're just wasting your time. Yeah, it, definitely. Although I did get to a point where I looked at my Twitter photos. I'm like, really, all I cook and post pictures of is uh, <laughs> fried, <laughs> fried food. Fried, fried food. Fried meat. Yeah. Like, uh, well, but it, I'll, right. I'll, are... it's one of the some of the best food that I make. Like I I don't know how I learned how to fry food, uh, pan fry. So I'm just like there's some oil in a pan and I'm just throwing stuff in it and it works. Go, like, go to town. Right. Hey, no, nothing nothing better than fried stuff with cheese, baby. That's you gotta live your life. Dude, I'm a slut for cheese. <laughs> I there are I didn't when I was a kid I hated cheese like cold cheese because yeah. we were broke as shit growing up. Um, my mom had me when she was very young. Uh, she was 14. Then like had my three brothers or two brothers and my sister by the time she was 18. So like we grew up poor as fuck. And so one of the things that we ate a lot was just like bologna and American cheese sandwiches. For whatever reason, that taste got in my mouth and I was just like, I, I can't eat the cheese anymore. Like I fucking hate American cheese. Unless yeah. it's, like, melted in a grilled cheese. Um, and for the longest time, I was like that until I was, like, 17 or 18. And for whatever reason, I was just... But 
just throwing this out there. My view on cheese has changed. Absolutely love cheese. All kinds of cheeses now. Only cheese I won't eat is fucking string cheese. I think string cheese is gross. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know it's weird. But, like, I, I can't do it. I don't know. Like, a Colby Jack stick, perfectly fine. The mozzarella, like, fucking the cheese sticks, I don't know. Just got to fry it. Got to deep fry it. Got to deep fry it and put it in marinara. That's wow. how you eat those. Uh, you can definitely deep fry them, and that's basically just a mozzarella stick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's how that's like that's the way to eat them. Like just like pulling them apart cold, or like you just bite into it like a weirdo, like my daughter. Like yeah, that's nah, that shit's gross. Uh, um, I, I hate to break it to you, but I definitely uh, bite into oh, my fair shakes of mozzarella sticks. Uh, oh cold my mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Oh uh, god damn you son of a bitch. But no. Uh, you want to talk about cheeses you don't like, and like string cheese is the only one you won't do. But it's American cheese for me. I just, for whatever reason, I just what? can't do American cheese. It just doesn't. It's just bleh. compared to like what? when you like have like cheddar or Swiss. Like American cheese is just like. Bleh. Just okay, like but so when nothing. you're making a grilled cheese, besides Munster, American cheese is the best way to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, but I'll use Munster because I love Munster. <laughs> I, I, I do love Munster, but, like, oh, it's right there. Like, some American cheese, like, grilled cheese and, like, tomato soup. Come on, baby. That's I, I don't keep dream. it stocked. I'm sorry. No no American oh, cheese. God. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, now, there are other cheeses I won't eat, like cottage cheese, which is, like, I don't know if that's technically a cheese or not. Cottage cheese is the most disgusting, vile thing on this It's delicious. Planet. It is. It Like, the sight of it will make me vomit. Um, I'm, I don't know. Maybe. I'm sorry for your loss. Okay, I've known I, plenty of people that are like, I just don't like cottage cheese. It looks gross. And I'm like, just eat it. It's a, it's a cheese. It's delicious. If it gets a little slimy, just stir it up, and it's all fine. <laughs> it's all fine, he says. It's all fine. It's not all it fine. Is. All right. It's not because I like the last time I've eaten it was like 25 years ago, uh, and like I don't know, maybe something terrible happened in my past that involved cottage cheese, and like that's why I can't eat it anymore, and like blocked it out, but like. I don't know, man. I fucking, I hate cottage cheese. So, like, Evelyn, once upon a time, was, like, eating some as a snack next to me, and I had to leave the room. Like, it makes me sick. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what it is. It, it Like, it's just so vile. But, like, I'll eat ricotta cheese all fucking day. What? Ricotta cheese? No, like... <laughs> I, listen, what are you? Listen, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nothing if not a man with principles and virtue. I don't believe that. Well, first of all, very rude. well. First of very all, rude. I know it's actually true, but <laughs> your your principles know, and and morals. I mean, they can really seem bottom of the barrel sometimes. Well, yeah. All right, I, I have to keep expectations low. That's how I impress people all the time. <laughs> that is a great point. That's a great point. You never want people to rely on you. You always want to be well, there. That... You want to be the fun uncle. Okay, that's always the goal. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, my God, yes. Being the fun uncle is the best. That's my uh, my best friend, Cody. He's, like, the fun uncle for my kids. Because every time he shows up, it's just, like, with presents and video games. And he hangs out for a couple hours. Then he fucks off. And they're like, where's Uncle Cody coming back? And I'm like, God damn it, Cody. Now I got to look like the bad dad. And, like, not having presents for my kids every time yep. I come home. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Yo, I do that with my, uh, my cousins. So, I'm... I'm out of all of my family. Uh, I'm one of the oldest of like my grandparents' grandkids. So uh, most of my cousins are like half my age. I mm -hmm. think the most recent, the the closest ones maybe 
uh, nine years younger than me, something like that. Okay. Uh, but I'm definitely more of, of an uncle figure than, than a cousin. Uh, and the two that live uh, in South California, uh, every time I visit, I visit and I bring like my PS4 and we play video games for like a couple, <laughs> like a couple of days or a week. And then I'm, I'm gone and all they tell their parents is like, or my uncle and aunt are like, when once in cousin nog you know when when are you coming when is he coming back with all the all the video games and i'm like and then they'll ask me like hey when you when are you coming back and i'm like i don't know when are you gonna when are you gonna fly me back down there and then of course uh the <laughs> pandemic the and it's just like yeah oh i don't i don't yeah. listen when i was in college i didn't pay to fly anywhere i, I basically <laughs> said hey if you guys want to see me you better fly me there <laughs> fork up the money all right, I, I was like, I, I'm not, I'm time. not working, I'm not working a job. You guys gotta. My occupation <laughs> <Yeah>. is student, <laughs> and I don't roll out of bed for less than first class. So figure it out. <laughs> uh, I wish I, I wish I could have rolled that hard. I think I've flown first class one time, and that's because my, oh. uh, my good old dad or me got a free upgrade on on one of those. Oh, flights. okay, like, okay, okay. That's all right. That's the worst when you fly first class and when you get upgraded. Because all the other first class people look at you like you, they're not supposed to be there. Oh they fuck- yeah, like I showed up in a in a t shirt and jeans, and they're like, "The who the hell is this kid?" Yeah, like, yeah but they yeah. got those. Some of them got those cool pods. They got the pods that you sit in and shit like that. Oh my god, it's great. I can't say it was that fancy. I was after I was twenty one, and I definitely should have been ordering drinks, but I was definitely mm. too scared to order drinks on the plane. Oh yeah, look, there's a weird fear that sets in. Have you ever watched a movie on a plane? Like, yeah like watch the movie and that shit hits way different when you're up 30,000 feet in the air. I watched, it's, I think I watched Batman, the killing joke on a plane. Oh my God. What'd you think? Oh, the killing joke. It's a terror. It's a very dark story. Um, yeah. All right. And it fucking, it probably made you more sad because you're 30,000 feet in the air. 40,000. I don't know. It was I should terrifying. Out for my fucking pilot's license that I have coming up. But like, I, I, I can't I, believe you know how to fly a plane. We hold up. We got a sidetrack on that. You have a pilot's license and can fly a plane. Who all lets right, you on. do let's, that? Let's all right. Let's let, let's back up. Let's back up a little bit. Let's not jump to conclusions. I am. I have flown. Yes, I have flown a plane. I am earning my pilot's license. My bosses own a plane, and they have their pilot's license. And they are teaching me, and I can fly the plane, and I'm learning everything else. So, like, the last time I went up was, like, a year ago or something like that. And, like, that's the last time that I flew before. Obviously, the pandemic hit, and, like, haven't been able to be. Don't want to be in an enclosed space like this with another person, you know, like, shoulder to shoulder in another small little plane. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Fucking flying planes is cool. It's great. And everyone should learn how to do it, and everyone should have a bunch of money to buy their own plane. And we should all just fly everywhere. Uh, but I mean, the goal is, the the goal is to get my uh, like my pilot license so I can fly solo and then fly myself to events like combo breaker. That would be <laughs> hilarious, dude. The Just... most baller move is to fly myself to combo breaker, swinging the big dick. That's gonna be the move. Yeah, sadly, I'm I don't so think they excited. let you fly while drunk. So, well, hmm, well, well, that is true. what they don't know. Well, well, here's the thing is they fucking do know they like my bosses, whenever they would go to fly, they're like no drinking for 24 hours, like leading up to a flight. I'm like, no problem. And they're like, 
very strict on it. And uh, so no drink for 24 hours, hop in a plane, have a good time. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's on the list, finishing everything I need to do for my pilot's license. So that way I can big dick swing into combo breaker and everything else. I'm just going to be like, oh, boss, I got to borrow the plane for the weekend. <laughs> I'll see you on like, Monday. Where are you going? It's like I'm, I just gotta go, but I, I, I gotta go, bro. I got a tournament. I I, I, I gotta go. I have to go. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna be in Chicago from Friday. Well, from Thursday until Tuesday, I'll be back. I'll get. I'll gas everything up. Don't worry about it. Um. So yeah, no. It's uh. But yeah, Jose is Jose has flown a plane. Jose has done very good things, uh, with himself. So yeah. Uh, uh I don't it's know impressive. anybody. Well, thank you. It's. It's a lot scarier than you'd think it is. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like driving, except at any point you could plummet and actually die. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm excited to learn. Like, um, How to plummet and call... die? Yeah. So what they do is when you're up there, they kill your engines uh, while you're up so many feet in the air. And they go, figure it out. Like, what do you do in okay. this situation as your fucking plane's going down? And uh, Oh, you have so, to figure yeah, out how to glide in. Yeah, so eventually, so essentially, like you got to check barometric pressure to make sure that you can engage a uh, certain speed and shit like that. The angle that you want to tip the nose, all that other fun stuff. Um, then, like, if you can't fix that, you have to find out where you can make an emergency landing, the clearest spot, radio the tower, uh, give coordinates, all that fun shit in the span of like five minutes. So yeah. that sounds fun. terrifying. What's the backup <laughs> plan for if you don't make it? <laughs> backup plan? <laughs> what do you mean backup plan? Does the engine get to come back on? I'm scared. I mean, oh yeah, of course, obviously. Like, you're, yeah, you're like your instructor, whoever's flying with you, be like, boom, flip that shit on. We're good to go. Like, you failed. We'll fucking try again next time. But like, See, that's what I want. I want the backup plan. But like, in I want a real the possibility to fail. Yeah. Oh, in the real oh, situation, yeah. you're dead. You know, like, if you don't yeah. know how to do it, like, that's why they that's why they test you on it. It's like, listen, you gotta do or do or die. Figure it out. Yeah. So it's. It's uh, it's a good time. Um, I just don't yeah, want to do or die in training and not get to, you know, get the second chance. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, that's sometimes, sometimes shit happens. Who knows? Maybe sometimes the fucking engines don't come on. All right, most um, of the stories that you don't, don't say this. About. <laughs> Jose, I don't want you dead. Okay. I'm not. Don't worry, I'm not gonna die. The fucking kill switch is like not even a big deal. It's fine. So okay. like, it's well, as long as you're confident. Fine. <laughs> I, I am anything, anything but not confident. Uh, I, I feel like I'm the most confident I've ever been in my life, especially right now. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm always confident with everything you do, every decision you make. Be confident because. Oh God. Oh. Uh oh. Hold on. I'm holding. We have an issue. I'm holding. We have an issue. He's on the move, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen. You guys don't have the, you guys I, don't have I, the video, but he's on the move. I am on the move. There's a cat. Oh, uh, Ponyo. Oh, Ponyo. Oh, that's right. The cat's name is Ponyo. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. I forgot. <laughs> we did. We actually didn't talk about the cat's name at all. It was on Twitter though. Yeah, we didn't. We just talked about how much I hate the cat. Uh, yep. <laughs> different. Hopefully, my audio is still okay. It's uh, it's still decent, I guess. All right, perfect. That's all. That listen again. Low expectations. All I'm giving you is decent. Here for the action. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So, what the hell are we talking about? Planes. Uh, flying. About planes? Yeah. 
so cool. ab- about flying flying places and everything like that there was a promise that i made you over a year ago at this point that you would be the first person that i went to visit uh after oh, yeah. i moved out after i moved yeah. out of the of the east coast i would come visit you and uh to be fair i kept half of that promise i have not visited anybody else you know what fucking perfect i appreciate you being a man of your word uh i also have not visited you as you can tell so yeah oh yeah obviously obviously i have had i had no no mysterious black men have showed up at my door so no man of mystery showed up at my door to be like here's my first name now we're gonna hang out so yeah it is this so it's definitely uh i'm still waiting still waiting to to feel comfortable flying and uh, once I feel comfortable flying, then I'll probably talk to you about it. But definitely waiting a little bit here. Um, yeah. Smart. Depending on how long, Smart. depending on how long it takes, I might have to go visit my family first, and that's just an unfortunate fact that they've. This is the longest I've gone without seeing my mother, in person. It's been fifteen, maybe sixteen months since I've seen my mom. Oh wow. Uh, I, and she is desperately missing me. Uh, I like I literally haven't seen her since October 2019. Oh my god! And now it's 2021. So, it, I have a feeling if I don't get to see my mom this year, she's going to explode. She might bust on your door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she might come to you. <laughs> she I, will I show up close. regardless of if I want her or not, and be like, "I yeah. am here. Let me in the <laughs> gate." I'm a kicked out. Matter of fact, somebody. Door. Somebody will probably let her in the gate, and then she'll just be at my door. Fair enough. I, Which makes I'm it sound like I live in a, in a... Yeah, that makes me sound like I have a nice fancy house with a gated entrance. Uh, I live in an nah, apartment complex. Nah, you just live in a goddamn apartment. Gate. <laughs> there happens to be a gate. I, uh, I used to do utility locating, uh, which is like you find uh, buried cables and shit like that in the ground when people are going to do projects. Like, uh, if they're going to tear up a road or if they're going to install ditches or uh, put down new telephone poles, all that shit like that, they call us. So I would find electric lines, cable lines, telephone lines, gas lines, all that fun stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and when I was doing that, I would always get the codes. If I had to go into a gated residence or a gated mm-hmm. community, I would get the codes to these places to go in. Every single time I went into one of these gated places. Mind you, I live in northern Michigan in basically the fucking woods. So anytime you have to go into a gated community, it's because someone has money, lots of money. Yeah. Every single time I went to one of these gated places, I could feel cameras watching every step that I made. It was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my entire life being in these fucking places. And they're like multi-million dollar houses surrounded by like $50,000 houses. I'm just like, oh God, this is, this makes me feel weird. Like I don't like being in here. Uh, gated communities are very weird to me. But like, and then I'm like in my shitty little like Ford Ranger, like doing utility locating in a place. I'm like, I definitely shouldn't be. But I don't know. Gated communities always make me feel weird. But I understand the the, the reason for them. You know, a gate is obviously gonna stop a robber from breaking into your house, fucking stealing your shit in the middle of the night. Whatever. Anyway, that's I mean, sorry. It I, might. I, it's another deterrent, right? You always want to. It is a deterrent. Add as many deterrents as possible, because that's true. Uh, as somebody who who does actually do uh lock picking uh hey 
no nowhere is safe <laughs> nowhere is safe if, if you can enter safe. if you can enter and exit a place it is it, somebody else can can enter and exit that place unauthorized uh it's always the the trade-off convenience versus security there will always be if a the, the more steps that you don't have to do to protect yourself, the easier it is for somebody else to follow in your footsteps and get in. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, that's, and that applies to everything, like physical property and digital property. Like, yep. turn on two-factor two authentication for everything that you have. Uh, make sure that every password isn't fucking password. The amount of people that have password as their password makes me want to stab my fucking eyeballs out. Uh, like protect yourselves do the best that you can to protect yourselves like don't take shortcuts because you decide that you don't have a bad memory don't want to memorize like decent passwords get a password like, manager <laughs> yeah get a password, password manager. make that password the only password you remember you have to remember one password and make it super complicated and 1800 characters long however long your password manager lets you make it use all of that space and make it the most complicated shit that you can you can imagine I almost just gave out the password to my work servers right now through KeyPass. Where I was gonna be like, yeah, like this password at work, and I was gonna be like, Bleh. <laughs> like I had, I was about to say it out loud, and then I was just like, I shouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, but it's a almost fun, like me in an earlier password. part of this podcast. I have to cut out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my favorite thing that's ever happened on a podcast. I think I that was incredible. I, I hate it so much. I'm glad I get to edit. Yeah. This is why I don't stream it live. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Did you imagine? Could you imagine? I, if my career would be over, I would be devastated. Oh. Just oh, you'd be so dead. It, it would be fine, to be honest. Uh, I keep control yeah. of, of I keep control of my name because it's one part that I can do to make it harder for people to find who I am and what I do and everything like that. Yeah, it's smart. Like it's very smart, and I don't know. I we joke about it, but I I, I do seriously understand like wanting to keep that part of your life separate because like i don't know not everyone needs to know your business you know they like you don't need to be full frontal with everything that you have it's okay to like keep things guarded and away from people it's yeah the the one thing that we've pulled from social media stuff like that is like you need like everyone expects full visibility and full access to who you are but you are not required to give access to that like that is a that is a right and a privilege that you own that you are not you are not required and by no means should you feel obligated to give to people. You know, it's, it's okay to like keep your life separate and keep details about yourself, like to yourself or to the ones that are close to you. Um, I, I think a lot of people forget that, uh, in an effort to appear more friendly and more open to people, they so often give out a lot of details about their life, about their lives to make themselves feel, uh, accepting and warm to a community or to other people, uh, you know, much more than like a community. And in doing so, you kind of also forego some of the security and everything else around you uh, by giving out all those details and everything else. Like, it's okay to be secretive. Um, or not even secretive. Just, like, keep those things separate. It's, it's totally fine. No yeah. one's going to judge you for being, like, this is who I am online and, like, this is who I am offline. Like, that's totally fine. Yeah, it's definitely one of the things where the only people that know my name are people that I've seen in person apparently you now that i've said it on a podcast yeah uh, people that i've let on a podcast yeah only time it's super professional it's been how long have i been talking on a microphone like two or three years now first time that it's happened yeah. 
I've you been near blackout drunk on a microphone before, and I haven't said my name. Um, you know, but that one you know, story. You know, you know what's fucked up is that I, I think Joe Monday's. Oh, you're getting choppy for me here. I I think he said it. You think he said it? Plenty of people. Oh, have, oh, that's not good. Said it. Yeah, you got a little choppy. Um, you think Joe has said my name before? Oh no, am, am I am I okay now? Are, are we back yeah. in focus? Is everything okay? Yeah, I can okay. hear you now. Okay, yeah, so. I I think it's been let slip on a broadcast before, but I think it was like an actual slip, uh, and I don't think there's any record of it now. So here's the thing, but right? I, it's it's so difficult to track that stuff down, especially when you look at oh how much stuff has Joe put onto the internet. And it's just like no hundreds shit. of hours, and you're like, I'm not going through all that. Yeah, if you're the fucking pervert that's like, I'm gonna go comb through every video file from the last three years to find when Joe let Nogaremi's first name slip, you got a lot more issues than what you have going on currently. Good googly yeah. googly. So I think you're perfectly fine. Yeah, and not uh, the fault, Joe. That fucking shit happens during like commentary. Dude, the, it again, it, it happens. Like, I don't beat anybody up about it. I'm just like, hey, if you cannot do this, you know, please. Yeah. <laughs> please. Uh, I, I enjoy having my secret identity. Uh, yeah. The only As other, we all so. Know, of all highlights. So, like, that's the most important part. It's the one that people focus in on. So, it's, yeah. you know, it's fine. <laughs> so, besides that, the people that I meet, you, and whenever I have to get paid, uh, those are the only people that know my my actual name. Hey, that's good. Like, that's, that's totally fine. I don't. As I'm getting older, I'm becoming more guarded with like sharing my last name and shit with people. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm more cautious about those kind of things. Uh, not that I've had like stalkers or anything like that or any like any reason to be. But definitely the older that, that I get and the more, like, messages that I get from people that are kind of, like, prying, not get information, but, like, just to, like, talk constantly. And not, not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just, like, I only have so much time in my life to be friends with so many people and to, like, feel so many obligations for the people that I do care about. It's not that I don't care about people. It's just, like, I don't have enough time in the day to, like, give attention to everyone. And so I would love to be, like, hey, what's going on? Like, other person? Like, here's small talk. Like, oh, there's another small talk. And of messages that i have been getting for the last year is definitely like made me more uncomfortable with sharing everything about my life yeah uh, on the internet so i'm like there's there's things that people know especially people that are like i don't know and not that like my following is huge or anything like that like i'm, I'm still a small account on twitter i'm a, a very very small fish in the pond but even still like i there's no reason for people to have that information yeah it's the reason why nobody knows my my birthday for the most part, uh, I think it was talked about a couple of times on a, on a broadcast. It's why I keep a lot of my age in. Uh, so I try to I try to limit all, all of that stuff because if people know stuff like where you were born and what age you are, they can start uh, figuring out parts of your social security number and stuff like that. And yeah, I, I and don't I, end up like me. Don't have bills put in your name that that you don't. And, Addresses you don't live at. It's not fun. It's not a yeah. fun experience. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So I'm, I'm hella conscious. I'm probably overly cautious. I don't think you meet a lot of people 
uh, around my age that are as reserved in, in information as, as I am, especially somebody who still like actually uses the internet on a daily basis. Uh, it's very difficult to, yeah. uh, you know, keep, keep things separated and stuff. It was something that I wish I had done earlier is not, not do videos or photos of myself on social media, but, at a certain point, you know, I was there when, when Facebook was kind of new and stuff like that. Not MySpace. I'm not old enough for that, but Ugh, Facebook you're not and stuff like that. Like like I did a whole bunch of, of social media, and my mom would post fo- uh, photos of me and that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I'm out there somewhat, but I mostly just use Twitter at this point. Yeah, which is smart. Um, I, I can't – when you say things like, See, because a lot of people don't know that you're actually 38 years old. Uh, so I'm just throwing that. That's how we throw them off. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm secretly it's, 49. It's, it's it's really weird. Yeah, see, a, a really young 49. Uh, but, like, when you say things like, I'm not old enough for, like, the MySpace days, I'm like, oh, fucking MySpace and Friendster. Like, those were the fucking days, man. Yeah, those, I did stuff with, you know, Napster, LimeWire. Like, I can... Like, I remember all of that stuff. I just didn't, I wasn't a part of MySpace. <laughs> yeah. I look, man, I've, I'm sure there's porn of me out there somewhere. Like, I'm sure there's, there's like leaked nudes somewhere. Like, I, I unfortunately, a lot of my early life is on the internet. Uh, not that I've sent anyone any nudes. I'm just saying there's probably something out there. I don't know. That, that, that's the joke I always make. Cause I'm just like, I'm sure someone has like a naked photo of me somewhere. I, I get naked a lot. So, like, it is what it is. <laughs> that's I don't know. not what I'm. That sounds so weird. I get naked a lot. It's like, yeah, every day I get in the yeah. shower, I get naked a lot. What? You don't, all right, so, all right. You don't get naked around your friends to make them uncomfortable? It's so funny. It's like the funniest thing you can no. do. No. <laughs> no, I oh, don't get my... naked around my friends to make them uncomfortable. That sounds terrible. Oh, my God. It's like, like you're, you're, you're at a party Jose, and you're fucking Stop stripping out. on camera. It's the funniest thing. Exactly. Oh, yeah, well, listen. Don't fucking look. I'll take this headband off right now. We're about to get real weird up in this bitch. Uh, oh, please no, but like, do you're not. just like at a party, whip your dick out, like make somebody laugh. It's so funny. What? <laughs> what are you? Right, this circle is all back I, around. I, I, what is what, what, what is you? Sriracha Flash? <laughs> oh, I do it now goodness. that like I, I have young kids and stuff, but like, what? <laughs> but like when I was younger, you know, like. That's the, the the code of conduct thing that I talked about a couple weeks ago on Twitter, where like my friends got together to be like, Jose can't put his dick on the beer pong table anymore when someone's trying to take a shot. Like, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's like one of the oh best. Oh my goodness, dude! Best parlor tricks that you can do is just whip your dick out. Parlor. <laughs> but like, not around it's like magic. Women, right? Look, here's my dick, and now it's yeah, gone. Yeah, I'll, I'll call it a parlor. Oh my god! Look. Everyone had nicknames for it. It was great. But, like, not around, like, the girlfriends. Like, you don't do that to, like, girls. It's strictly around guys. Like, it's, it's totally fine. Like, I don't know. It happens. Shit gets weird. It's Nothing. Nothing has gotten everyone. that weird for me that people are whipping their dicks out around me. Oh, man. I can't wait till we can hang out. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. I'm hesitant it. now. I- I'm extremely hesitant. No, I'll I, always make so, sure I'm in I'm in the room with 
Opal and Evelyn, and I will not leave into a secluded room without them. See, Evelyn brokered the agreement with my friends. Like, she was able... that They were able to get her to talk to me and make a reasonable, like, you can't be pulling your dick out all the time anymore pact. And so I agreed. You know, we shook hands on it. No more... No more, no more getting naked and being fun. So I haven't done it in a long time. But uh, yeah, you know, that, that's like I said, I was young. You do weird shit. You ever, like, you ever have like a fun, like not a roommate, but like a apartment neighbor, and you're like, you put a condom on their doorknob or something like that. That was like the no. fun shit. Yeah. You know the best part so. about this? The best part about all of this is that we started being like, we wait, don't talk about the drinks that we're having yet. We're gonna, you're spoiling it for the rest of the show. And then we never talked about fucking drinks ever. We were like, yeah, Sierra Nevada exists. On to the next thing. Yeah, I, I brought up family, and then I was like, the cat, and <laughs> we were over. gone, you know? And now we've just been <laughs> talking about random stuff as it's come up. But you, you're drinking what... <laughs> I, I know people on Twitter will know that oh. you've been drinking. I can't quite remember the, the name of it, but it's their 2020 edition oh. stuff. Yes, all right, so... I have exclusive for 2020, Mad Dog 2020 Gold. $4 will get you where you need to be. Uh, it is 100% bum wine. I know that it's bum wine. There's like I'm not going to try to fool you and say it's not bum wine. It, it is It is fortified with the greatest grapes that, I don't know, where the fuck is this from? New York can offer. <laughs> Bottled by the fucking... Funny wine company in Westfield, New York. Uh, look, it's 13% alcohol. It's guaranteed to give you a headache. It, I don't know. It's fucking delicious. That's the worst part is that it's really good. Like, and it's as a connoisseur of bum wines, you know, $4 get where you need to be. Oh. It is God. what it is. It, listen, that is what it is. I'm over here drinking fancy craft beers, and you're over there drinking bum wine. It, I look. Here's all right. So here's the thing, I'm I I'm a man of the people, is you know, so I can't just like stick to my hoity toities that I always drink. You know, sometimes you gotta slum it a little bit. You gotta you gotta splurge eight dollars to get two bottles of bum wine. Listen, I gotta you gotta, you gotta live a, nice, a little. I got if a you nice want a really pack of the salty crew, all right. Ooh, all right, all right. I, I figured I, it was I appropriate. Don't know what it, that is? It looks I, I like. It's it's a blonde ale, uh, and it's dubbed a boat beer on on the can. So, it's a it's just it's a beer. It's I don't I don't know how else to really describe a, a blonde ale. It's like a uh, terrible beer, but slightly better. And that's a blonde ale to me. Yeah, it's like if you imagine you were drinking a Budweiser, but it actually had flavor. Yeah, that's what a blonde ale is. Yeah, that's a great way, great way to describe <laughs> it. And then there's something like you know the the Wonderland, and it, this is like I don't know how to describe this. It's a nectarine ale. It tastes a little bit fruity. There's some hops in it, and uh, it's seven point five percent, and it's great. Hell yeah! Look, I the 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 twenty twenty Mad Dog is pineapple, I think. Or what was supposed to be pineapple? It, it has a pineapple according on, to the picture. On, there's a pineapple on it. Yeah, pineapple on it. So. Yeah. 
Does it taste like pineapple? Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. It it tastes all right. Have you ever drank the pineapple syrup from a can? Like you pop open a can of like pineapples and you drink the syrup. I have had the syrup, like although the I do prefer the one hundred percent pineapple juice as opposed to the syrup. No. Yeah, so do I. But look, we've all been there. We've all been heathens. We've all drank out of the fucking pineapple can before. So imagine, imagine that they poured that pineapple syrup into some vodka, and then they poured in some Everclear, and then like just a tiny bit more of pineapple flavoring, and that's Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Doesn't that's, sound. That's about as close as I can take. Like, doesn't sound bad, but I don't know. Also, it, look if. I know you like fruity drinks. I, I'm i telling you right now, the next time you're at a store, go to their liquor section. Go to the liquor section. Go to their wines. You're going to look at the very bottom shelf, because this is very bottom shelf liquor. And then, like, at the bottom shelf, there's not going to be any, like, Mad Dog. What you have to do is get on your hands and knees, and you got to part the wines that are on the bottom shelf away. And then behind those will be the Mad Dog in a dusty box. You grab one of those... And you come home with it, drink the whole bottle, you'll wake up tomorrow hating life, <laughs> regretting every decision you've ever made. It's the best. Well, that already and happens, and I don't even have to drink. Do is... Don't even have to drink, Mad Dog. Exactly. Oh, man, but listen, if you want to amplify it, you drink the Mad Dog. Oh, I, Man, if you want to I... get really crazy, if you want to... If you're going through a bad breakup, or your dog just died, or... The Packers just lost in the NFC Championship game to the fraudulent fucking Buccaneers and Tom Brady fucking kisses his son with his mouth, uh, right on his mouth with tongue, I think. I don't know. I don't want to throw accusations, but I did see Tom Brady kiss his son in the mouth. Um, he put a documentary out. That's a thing. I don't know. I'm not saying that Tom Brady is like, whatever. I'm not going to throw accusations. I'm not going to get sued over this podcast. Anyways, anyways, let's say one of those things happens. What you do is you go to the store. You ask for their finest bum wine, which is going to be the Orange Jubilee Mad Dog. You drink about uh, a quarter of the Mad Dog. Then you get some nice bottom shelf pop-off vodka. Then you fill the rest of the Mad Dog Orange Jubilee up with vodka. And there you have an adult screwdriver. And you drink that, and you will forget anything that has happened for the last 48 hours. It is a magical time. You'll cry. You'll call your ex. You'll call your parents and apologize for being a shitty son. You know, you'll regret all the things you could have done. Then you'll go to sleep and you'll wake up, regret everything you did the night before, and go on with your life. It's a great time. Yeah, as somebody who tries to minimize the disappointment, disappointing moments that they have in life, I I think I'll pass. It uh, sounds like a great offer, though. <laughs> Yo, you're missing out, Nogaremi. You're it missing sounds, out. Sounds like a great night. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but if I wanted to be sad and drunk, <laughs> I would do that way more and uh, not have to drink bum wine and then fill it with vodka. Oh, my God. Well, we did that on the way to go see um, the Struts at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Uh, my buddy was driving his truck, and me and my buddy Wally were in the back seat having ourselves a grand old time. Um and we both bought two bottles of Mad Dog at the time. I think we bought the Bling Bling edition of Mad Dog 2020, which is like blue raspberry flavor. That sounds delicious. Exactly that. We drank like a quarter of the bottle. 
Yeah, blue raspberries, fucking very, very delicious. Um, and so we drank like a third of the bottle, then we filled them up with vodka. And for like a six-hour car ride, our poor friend Kevin had to deal with us being belligerently drunk in the back while he's sober driving to Cleveland. Oh, it was a great time. And then we saw the struts. We walked around Cleveland. I, I saw Tequila Ranch, which might be the greatest bar I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, it was incredible. It it sounds like a good time. Uh, I haven't done... When was the last time I really became belligerently drunk? I guess New Year's? New Year's was the last time I became belligerently drunk. This past New Year's? Yeah, this past New Year's. I was... So, for... For New Year's, so <laughs> the the thirty first New Year's Eve. That don't know I, because this is a video podcast. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just gonna say that before No Grammy starts telling this story, that the head went down, and the hand went up on the forehead, like he's regretting already starting to tell this story. It's very entertaining. All uh, right, go, go for it. It's not actually that bad of a story, uh, but I worked on the thirty first. I worked eight to five. I got off, and I'm like, okay, well. New Year's is seven hours away. I uh, should probably temper myself, but I really didn't and just started drinking immediately. Um, I just start I just start popping off. I'm I'm out in the kitchen. I'm trying to make food. I'm putting turning the TV on, watching some horrendous YouTube videos. Uh, my roommate comes out. And it's like what the hell are you doing? I'm like, it's New Year's, baby. And it's like, yeah. Not New Year's yet, but um, I finished off one bottle of champagne. We pop open the other one. We try to get through that one. That one was some work. Um, it, it got to a point where I was like, if I... I got to a point, I'm holding half a glass of, of champagne. I'm like, if I drink the rest of this... I will not remember the rest of this night. Like I will go beyond the the end of the cliff here. Like I can feel the <laughs> cliff; it's there, and I can feel myself going even further beyond. No brain, Goku. <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking at it, uh, and it was like it was the last of the champagne, and we split it evenly, and we're just both like looking at like the last of the champagne, and both of us are like, we shouldn't we shouldn't drink this, right? Like this is something like this is like where we draw the line. <laughs> and I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the drink I'm looking at at my roommate and I'm looking at his drink and I'm like, you know, it's tough to be an adult sometimes. And I'm like, we're not drinking. This. <laughs> I took his glass. This is the only. This is one of the only times I've dumped alcohol. I took his glass. I took my glass and I just I just poured them both down the drain. I'm like, this is enough. I had a sobering. I had one clear moment there and all of my wildness. I'm like, <laughs> after seven hours of drinking, I'm like, this is over. This is it. Uh, but that that was a wild night there was a, a lot of talk of like exes like me and my roommate will we'll pop off and talk about anything so we talked about exes we talked about work we talked about our bosses that was the best um yeah drunk no does whatever he wants oh hell yeah i like drunk no go remy that's a, that's a man that knows how to party maybe <laughs> maybe uh, maybe maybe whoa. he knows how to party so the only times i've been blackout drunk in my life there's three of them they all happened in 2018 uh the first one i was with my oh, parents wow. i learned very quickly how to not get blackout drunk because it's not fun um 
Yeah. So th- the first time where I was near blackout, this is the most, I don't know how I managed to get this borderline blackout where like I was coming like literally to and fro of consciousness where like the other times I'm blackout, I'm gone until I'm back. Um, right. But like th- the first time that I was like on the edge the entire night, all I remember is trying to play Street Fighter Five against uh, one of my friends coming coming to like i could close my eyes and i would open them and be like start playing and then i would close my eyes and open them and start playing <laughs> that was that was hilarious um that's the the first time i actually got truly blackout drunk was with my parents uh that was a fun fun night um i drank three beers then my dad bought a pitcher drank maybe a third of it got up and went to the bathroom and I immediately, and this is because I know my, my dad has done this. I immediately look at my mom and I'm like, if you give me $20, I'll chug his pitcher. And she looked at me and said, just the pitcher? You got to finish his actual beer too. And I'm like, I don't think I can fit that much in my in my body at this point. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, the, the, the bartender's girlfriend was there. She was like, I want to see you do it. She put, she put 20 down. And I was like, that's fantastic. So while my dad was in the bathroom, I not only negotiated the payment, but also drank the entire picture. <laughs> I did not get to the actual – dude, I was so full after that. You ever drink two-thirds of a pitcher of Heineken in like, I don't know, 20 seconds? It sits. Uh, yes. Uh, first of all, oh, I don't I don't have it here. Have you ever seen um, Beer Fest? Nope. The movie? Oh, oh fucking A. Okay. <laughs> So in Beer Fest, they have this boot, and it's a glass boot that's like, I don't know, like, shit. Hold on. It's like like this tall. I don't know. It's yeah. like two feet tall. It's a two-foot-tall boot, uh, and it holds seven beers. Okay. And, you know, in the movie, the big thing is, like, while you're drinking it, as you get to the end, that like air bubble that sits in like where the toes of the boot is mm-hmm. will splash beer in your face. So as you get to that point, you have to twist the boot so that way you eliminate the, the air bubble and it goes down and everything's fine, right? Yeah. Well, my, my friend Cody got me that boot. Maybe it was Evelyn. Evelyn already got me that boot. She got me a glass boot and I would like polish up. I'd pour six beers in there and polish that thing off in like 10, 15 seconds. And I'd go through like two or three of those in a night. And, like, that was my party trick is, like, I could slam this fucking thing right now. Um, and, like, filled with, like, Miller High Life and, like, Bud Light and fucking Keystone. Like, the worst beers that you could think of were in that fucking thing. Right. Because you don't want to – listen, you're not enjoying the beer. You're enjoying the act of mm-hmm. drinking six beers at once, but not the actual beer at that point. So it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've been very full from, like, chugging beers. Um, so. Between that and like, um, you know, during during Packers games, uh, we have a, a tradition for every time someone scores a touchdown, you shotgun a beer. Unfortunately for us this year, the Packers had the number one offense in the league, scored mm. the most touchdowns. <laughs> Our defense was like bottom ten, allowed the most points. So like, it was a long fucking year. Yeah. When you're finishing off like 10, 12 beers like in the span of three hours. Uh, it's just like constant chugging. You're just like, fuck, man, you get tired. Um, you ever played Burial Cart? I've not played Burial Cart. Or Burial. 
No. Oh, beer of cards great. The, so the two Burial drinking Card games I've played are beer pong and stack cup. Oh, stack cup's another good one. <sighs> that I that I that one's good. So for for Burial Cart, you, all right? Do is Mario I, Kart available? Yeah, I understand Burial Cart. So you okay. you you have a beer and you have to drink it before you finish the race, right? Yes, yes. But for the people that don't know, uh, what you do is when you start a race. You have a beer. You have to finish the beer before you finish the race. But the caveat to this is, because it's illegal to drink while you're driving, you have to pull over to the side of the track if you want to take your drink of your beer. Or, if you're like me, you can chug the beer at the very start of the race. So as soon as that fucker says go, bam, that beer is getting shotgunned immediately. Uh, And before you know it, you've done eight tracks, and you've done eight beers in the span of 30 minutes, and you want to fucking die. Yeah. It is the best. It's so much fun. You get drunk so fast and so full. Oh, it's great. Good uh, times. But yeah, back to back to my story. So I did I did his picture oh, of, yeah. of Sorry. hydrogen. No, that's good. I just want to get us back on track. We, listen, if we're gonna side <laughs> yep. tangent, we gotta we gotta bring it back somewhere. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got You got to because I'll I'll fucking forget. Yeah. So you know, drink the pitcher. He gets back and he's like, he's not even like surprised. He's like, all right. So you did that. I'm like thanks <laughs> uh and then he has the audacity of like you want to do shots of uh, crown apple and i'm uh, like i guess you're paying i'll, I'll do the shot <laughs> oh the audacity that's where it starts going down <laughs> uh because none of that beer has really hit me yet and then i did a shot uh and at that point in my life i was not a shot kind of person so as yeah. nice and smooth as that crown apple went down, it did not uh it uh it caught up with me eventually. I so, <laughs> I'm after, very happy that it caught up with you. Yeah. After about I think this is where it gets dark. I think I did three or four more shots. Uh and the next thing I know, I'm I, I come to and I'm in the bathroom. My dad's stripping me and is shoving me in the shower. I'm like, okay, <laughs> not what I wanted to come to. Ben, hey, look, you're listen. If anything, I blame your dad for knowing. Like, hey, oh, he knew what he no was going to be just into. did this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I look proud of your dad for taking care of you. Shout out to Dad or Remy. Dad or Remy's the best. Dad and Mama Remy are the best. Yeah, look, they sound incredible. That those are good parents. My friend, no, this is even this is a side tension. The same uh, time I was I was with them where I got blackout drunk. It was also my first time doing shots on Mother's Day. It was like the day that I showed up there um, with them, and they're like, it was the day after. It was it was a Mother's Day, and so like we went out, we did shots, and my mom's like, well, I like doing shots of tequila, and since you can drink, uh, you know, let's go and and do this thing. Um, and, oh my goodness, this is, to most will be an unforgivable sin, <laughs> so we're sitting there, all, all three of us just doing, uh, shots of tequila, like, the entire night, we're pretty close to finishing a bottle, there's one shot left, the bartender pours it, uh, cause my mom wants it, so the bartender pours it for my, for my mom, and, uh 
I don't know what went on, what caused my mom to not actually drink the shot right then and there, but I reach over and I take it and I take the shot. Um, my mom looked at you me. You son of a bitch! My mom looked at me with such shock and betrayal. She could oh. not believe that her own son took her shot. Wow! Oh, my Lanta! It was... Probably the cruelest thing I've done to my mom. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. That was that was really funny. That's that's the story that my I mom tells believe. the people now about what a bad son I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's such a good story. She wow. didn't have any like good like man, my son's a, a d bag kind of kind of things. Um, so I gave her that right. one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, like if that's the worst story that like your mom can tell about you, I think you're doing all right. I yeah, I'm fine. doing, I'm doing all right. Uh, all, all things considered, that ain't bad. Uh, it was really funny yeah. though. The look, the look NBD. on her face was priceless. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so I'm pretty I, sure, uh, I'm pretty sure part of it was my dad like being like, "You did that. Yeah, you gotta suffer." <laughs> <laughs> and part of it was I'm, I'm sure because like my dad hadn't drank a whole lot with me he's like well i'm i'm sure like my dad wanted to know what my limit was um yeah as, as much as That's, like hey. i need i need to know what my limit is he wanted to know what my limit was so that he knew you know kind of where to gauge things um he's a very responsible right. drinker um yeah and he doesn't want to deal with blackout people so uh right. <laughs> he will get the blackout drunk I, one, well, I, one time and then he'll know Hey, maybe you shouldn't drink that much. <laughs> yeah. We know where the line is now for you. Well, that's like, you know, for any parents out there that have kids that are approaching drinking age. Um, like yourself. I, yeah. Yeah. Like myself. Uh, it is important that you understand where your kid is with their drinking and like what kind of drunk they are. So like, I don't know, like, you know, my son went off to college and I'm, I'm a young guy. I'm 30. I'm going to be 31 in April. I, oh, you, you know, I you fucking young soul. Yeah, I know you, me young soul. Right. But like, I'm not fucking dumb. Like none of your parents are dumb. We know that like you kids are going to go off to college and drink and like, you know, do your things. So like, it, it's important to find out like what kind of drunk your kids are and like what they can tolerate. And it's also good to like, let them know, like, here's what you, should fucking focus on yeah like as an as an experienced drinker i think it's important that people find their limits and because like i don't know if if my son got drunk and like he was like all right old man i've been fucking waiting throw put on the gloves we're gonna start swinging at each other i'd be like okay no more no more drinks for you but like i'm sure you know ben becomes emotional and gets tired like his dad so like he just goes and like gets sleepy so it's fine yeah everything's all right the guy, the guys that get drunk and like want to fight everybody in the room, I fucking hate those people. Those I got, people, I got better lick my balls. My <laughs> than, than the yeah, fight people. I, those are the worst kind of people. Uh, I, I'm, like, I'm definitely the, the kind of drunk that gets way more talkative, and then I get more quiet. Oh, yeah. so like it's it's a I go from like not talking that much to talking a lot more, and then I go right back down to like not talking at all. Once I'm at a certain level of drunk, I'm like, all right, what a what a night. Yeah, that's. I, for me, like, as I drink, I'm definitely, like, I'm, like, a woo party girl. I'm, like, woo, doing everything, right? 
fucking bouncing up the ceiling, doing stupid shit, jumping off of houses, um, all kinds of fun stuff. And, you know, just telling stories, shooting the shit. Like, I, I definitely become more talkative and, like, more energetic. And then there's, like, that wall that hits. And when I hit that wall, it's night-night time. Like, it's sleepy time. Jose has to yeah. sleep right now, no matter what. Like I, like, I have to go to sleep. Like, I'm so tired, so exhausted. I I'm just like, I just want to relax. And yeah, so so I definitely get get that. I don't get energetic. I just get talkative. So like, that's why I drink on podcasts. Yeah, um, it it just really helps. Uh, sometimes what happens though is you accidentally you know say your own name and you know you forget that you have a persona <laughs> that you're supposed to keep up. Uh, but, <sighs> oh, it's the best. Uh, we're gonna keep referencing that, and that's not even. I don't even know how much of that I'm gonna cut out. <laughs> You you gotta cut it off. You gotta cut it off. Yeah, something you gotta like cut that. It off. Oh, definitely the part where I actually say my name is getting cut. Uh, yeah. Oh, look, just cut out the whole podcast. Just like <laughs> the intro, then like Jose, and then like it's like yeah, hey, this, this is dead dog. Yeah, this is this is my friend Sriracha Flash. You know how you doing? You're like I'm good, and then it just cuts to Mad Dog, and then the then it ends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then podcast over. But all right, but here's the thing. What you really do is you just, in those sections, you just turn the volume down to absolute, like, negative 30 dBs. So it's still an hour and 45 minutes. But the only parts you hear are interspersed every 30 minutes, like a 10-second clip. Uh, now I, we're talking. I, no, I forgot the best part is uh, it'd be like you saying I'm good, then the burp, and then Mad Dog. <laughs> the burp, Mad Dog. All right, and that's our show for the week. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later, dude. I might oh, just release man. that as a as a as an edit to, to go through. That oh, would be hilarious! God, God damn it! That'll be so good. That'll oh, be so good. That'll be pretty funny. I'll put. I'll I'll try to get that out today. I'm really bad at uh <laughs> editing podcasts on time. I always save it for the day oh. before. Then I'm oh, like, oh yeah, I have I to release this doing... podcast on at Wednesday seven o'clock. <laughs> That's like when I ever when I used to do some random, I would go immediately from like as soon as the podcast ended, it's editing time. I would go through, I'd clean up as much of the audio as I could, uh, run it through a balancer to make sure everything sounded okay, and then hit upload right then and there. So like from the time that we say go, it's podcast, record, edit, post live, go to sleep, go to work, next day start. Yeah. And that was exhausting. Like, that sucked. I should I shouldn't have fucking burned myself like that because it definitely like created a uh, yeah it, it's like an, a it's burnout an, wall for myself. Yeah, it's an imbalance where because you were doing like two or three a week almost. Yeah. So and that was too much. <laughs> definitely. That's why I was like I I, I looked at it and I'm like well I could be I could be Jose. There's a lot of people I want to talk to and power through quickly, but. <laughs> I also want this to be a long-running podcast where I don't run out of people to talk to in the first, yeah. you know, three weeks, uh, and I don't want to yeah. die trying to edit and schedule everybody. Uh, right. So I made it every Smart. two weeks, <laughs> which honestly, every two weeks is a little long because as I was coming up and you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna you know talk to Sriracha Flash. That'll be great. Uh, I was like, oh, but I want to talk to this person and that person offered to like be on, and now that person wants to be on. And I'm like. Oh boy, there's a lot of people that I want to get on this podcast. 
That's yeah. I mean, you know, I would say once one a week. I think that's a good clip. Like that's a good rate yeah. if you can do one a week. I think that's perfectly fine. Um, I think that's a good pace to go at. I you know the end of some random, which isn't the end. We're just currently on hiatus for the time being. Big hiatus is you know, yeah, big hiatus. You know, it's. I still have to. I still Listen, remember more... this. I still remember this, Jose. I had. I <laughs> still queued up to be on some random. Yeah, you are. You are first guest when we come back. Don't you worry. Um, but like, you know, near the end of the show, uh, the the first season of the show is what we'll call it. Near the end of the first season of the show, um, there were people that would come on, and they weren't like that wanted to be on the show, but at the same time didn't prepare for the show, didn't put in the, the effort to like be on the show. Like yeah. they just kind of showed up and like do whatever, which I don't expect you to do a bunch of prep and shit like that, but like get your audio sorted out, get your shit sorted out, like have answers to questions. Cause I send the questions ahead of time, yeah. like be somewhat prepared and like give a shit about the show. Um, and like I was getting more and more guests that were just kind of like I'm here. microphone shy. Yeah. Yeah, like or like they're microphone shy, or they were like, you know, didn't like, didn't want to give answers, and like I don't fault them, you know. Like sometimes it's hard for some people, but like I can only do so much as a host to try to pull shit out of you. And if you don't want to answer questions with more than like a yeah. word sentence, like this, this is going to be a ten minute podcast, and I got to stress this shit for a while. Yeah, I, so it's just like this is the thing. Like if I ever get sent a list of questions and I don't want to answer one, I will. I will have stuff around that to divert a conversation to. Maybe not entirely like thought out, but like I'm like, oh, they'll ask this, and I can deflect like this way, and it's a general right. idea. I'm like, it's still something, and and stuff like that. Yeah. But I that that blows my mind. I'm sorry you've had to to deal with stuff like that because that's rough. And when you're trying to run a podcast, which is very much a a dialogue of conversation, it's. <laughs> You can't do a one one man show unless you're just really good at talking and ignoring your 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 partner that you're trying to bounce off of. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, it you know, for a lot of people, it was their first time on microphone, um, like in a in a in a setting like that. So like, I don't blame them and shit like that. And like, some of them that were first timers did really really good. Um, you know, it's just there. Like, if you go back and listen, like there are def like you'll hear some where you're like. Oh, okay. Like, I get it. Um, and again, like, uh, everyone that was on the show, I enjoyed having on the show. You know, we, we usually found something to touch base on or talk about that was really good. Yeah. And I have no ill will towards anyone. But, like, as a, as a producer and as, like, everything else on the show, it got so exhausting to be, like, having to do multiple of these a week and, like, edit them and then, like, do all this other shit. Like, eventually I was just, like... Then the, then the fucking pandemic hit, and I was just in no emotional space to fucking want to do it anymore. So I was just like, we're on a break, and we'll fucking come back when I'm good and ready. I haven't streamed since yeah. March of last year, April of last year. Like, you know, none of that. I, I've just been like, it's it's time for a break and focus on myself and focus on my family and everything else. You did um, have a, so a, a, a small issue with your computer trying to explode. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that happened too. Yeah, that all right. So that sucked ass. Like, uh, so we had a brownout, and then my fucking computer was sparking, and the fucking power supply, which is like, which is right here, by the way. Like, there's the old power supply. I get fucking still have it for some reason. Um, like that shit exploded. 
and everything went bad. Uh, motherboard went out, so I had to replace the motherboard. Processor was the shit, so I had to replace the processor. Everything went bad. Everything was terrible. Um, and, like, parts got, like, then the motherboard came in. Motherboard was bad and defective, so I had to ship it out and get a new one. So, like, getting a dead-on-arrival motherboard is the fucking worst thing on the planet. Yeah. Is pretty rough because you're like, well, I didn't do anything wrong, but now I have to figure out, send this back, wait again to get another one, and like all of your time schedules just get thrown off. It sucks. Yeah. That's the worst part about like a dead motherboard on arrival is you don't know that it's dead until everything is already hooked up and assembled. And the first time you power on and nothing, yeah. it is the worst feeling. Hey, What's up? It's, it's why why uh I do five to seven year builds on all of my my computers. Uh, so as as much as I love looking at computer parts and being like, oh, that's really cool, that's new, that's everything like that, I'm like, don't need it. I'm gonna wait. Uh, there's no reason for me to try to spend money on this or to have to deal with other, you know, technical issues with a with a new motherboard or new graphics card or anything like that. Like. I'm 100% a kind of like, you know, this 1080 Ti is is gonna ride it out, and I'm like, I don't need max graphics, I don't need this and that, and it'll it'll be fine. Yeah. Hey, that's you know, future proof, you know, for as much as you can, but keep it reasonable, budget responsibly. Don't yeah. fucking don't overspend on things that you don't need. You know, if, for yeah, someone like me so, that like might. Yeah. So oh, like sorry, my ahead. my my five to seven year computer. In that time where I'm waiting to build another one, I'm just saving up money. Like it's not a lot either. So it's just like I'll I'll price out, you know, because pretty much when you price parts out of like what they are today, that's what the the top of the line stuff will be, you know, five or seven years down the line. The it doesn't the price of computer parts will go up when new technologies come out and then back down as they become more normalized. Yeah. And so basically you just want to hit when things are more normalized. So like with RTX, I was watching it. I'm like, okay, so the RTX prices are going to skyrocket. Next generation will be better. I, I say better. The 30 series is fucking terrible yeah. because, uh, you know, pandemic, every, all the, all the PCB shortages and stuff like that. Uh, right. and, and it, and it rides out and, Eventually, they'll with all this new technology, they'll be a stable state, and prices will normalize back down to what they were a couple of years before, and every everything will will be fine. And that's when I go and buy almost top of the line equipment for the same price that my previous top of the line equipment cost me. So I set aside like over five or seven years, three thousand dollars. It's not, but over that period of time, three thousand dollars doesn't. It's not a lot to to put away every every year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's reasonable to save and budget for. Like I think that's perfectly fine. And it's also important to take stock of what you're going to be doing with your PC. Like for people that are like I need a 3060 or I need a 3080 and shit like that, like you know, for someone like me where outside of streaming and shit like that, like I'm playing Street Fighter 5 and Magic Arena. Yeah. And like I don't need a 3060. Uh, I don't need a 3090. Like, you're in the same same boat as me. It's just like, yeah, I play Street Fighter Five. It's, I'm not getting more out of this. My 1080 Ti maxes out Street Fighter Five. I'm like, yeah, it, it looks great. And yeah. then I turn off half the settings because they distract me from playing the game. So, yeah, yes. It, it, Fuck it. What do you need? Yeah, <laughs> remove so much. I think I turn off all of the pro 
post-processing on Street Fighter Five. But it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it's just one of the things where like all I do is like play fighting games for the most part, and I don't nothing I think except maybe Guilty Gear Strive will maybe push my computer past twenty-five or thirty percent utilization. Yeah. So. So I, like, I don't worry about. Well, it. yeah. Was, right. Yeah, even that I think Strife might be the only game coming out where I'm like, eh, eh we'll see. Like, it, it, we might run into an issue here and there, then we'll talk about upgrading if we have to. But, like, I'm not going to upgrade specifically for Strive in advance. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to be like, if it happens, it happens. Like, worst case scenario, I'll run it on low settings. They'll be like, I'm playing fucking plus R again. So it's fine. <laughs> Yo, that's that's not bad. It'll probably look more like Xrd if you turn off a bunch of the settings. Uh, yeah, that's two, true. 2D sprites versus 3D models. Although the, the yeah, 3D models in, in Exert and Strive are top-notch because they mostly look 2D, and that's the, the craziest yeah. part. Uh, the animations and like the artistic design that they used for Guilty Gear, especially now, is absolutely incredible. I like It's one of the prettiest games I've ever seen, um, oh, as far as Strive goes. Um, that, like... One of the games that I think is very underlooked, but I think is probably one of the best looking games I think of well fighting games I've ever seen is um Oh my god, and now the name's escaping me. It was by Arxis for the Xbox three sixty. Uh it was an anime style fighting game. Persona Arena? Not for, not Persona Arena. It was um Oh fuck. It had it had the fucking you <laughs> it had the, the heat up the, yep, sorry. It had the heat up system. It had uh, the the steam powered like grappler. Uh, oh, you're fucking... you're escaping me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It, like, it, like I said, it was not a popular game. It's very overlooked. Um, but it's super fun and super gorgeous. It's like written or drawn in like a like um like a mother goose tails like fable style. So like all the characters have like like kind of faded like old storybook look to them. It's um, it's great. It's uh, I can see the goddamn title screen and I can't make the name out. Oh, hey, hey headband boys, get on. Listen, all right, this is a bandana. <laughs> and also, audio podcast, by the way, uh, can totally see. Yeah, what, I know what we're looking like. Uh, Jose's been wearing a headband this entire time, and I just put on uh, my headbandish bandana kind of thing because my hair was. Oh, dude, me. look, not like we got. We got bandanas, all right. We roll bandanas in this house. We all, yeah. we got bandanas all over the place. Um, yeah. But yeah, I listen. If I think of the fucking game, I'll send you the game. But like, if anyone out there knows what the hell I'm talking about, you'll figure it out. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's gorgeous, and Arxis did a great job. That being said, I'm so sick and tired of everyone being like, "I wish Arxis would do a Street Fighter game." At this point, like the Arxis style is so homogenous to like everything else i'm so sick of it i'm so fucking tired of every arxis game looking the same with the exception of strive the exception of strife but fucking christ like dungeon fighter online looks the exact same as like blaze blue it looks the exact same as grand blue like I'm, I'm so fucking just i'm done with them yeah and like capcom make street fighter i mean it's it's one of the things where like the the 3d 3d model looks uh good like the 3d style in a, in a 2d setting they make it look really good but you know you can you can get tired and sometimes you want to see something new happen um and, and yeah. when they have to move to like a full new engine like i think they're doing with strive 
uh, or at least, you know, new parts of that engine being developed when they've done stuff with, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Grand Blue, Dungeon Fighters Online, like a whole bunch of that that stuff. You know, they have learned and, and upgraded their tools. And I think, despite the colors being a little bit muted, I mean, Strive looks really good. I think the effects look good. I think everything like that looks good. The UI is kind of, you know, it's the UI. Everybody's complained about it. Uh, and it, it's still placeholder, but you know, you know, it's what yeah. they're using. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely what they're using. You know, oh, it's just a placeholder until it becomes permanent. That was funny because uh, the, yeah. people said the same thing for for Street Fighter Five with the season one UI. And it's like, oh yeah, it's just placeholder. They'll they'll change it, and then season one came out, and it's like, all right, it's Listen. exactly the same. And then oh, when that... did they change it? Arcade edition? Uh, they changed it all to yeah, gold. Yeah, yep, it was arcade. Yep. And granted, I think the gold looks better in some aspects. In other ones, it looks worse. It's just such such an aesthetic, and it's always like there and in your face. But, you know, nothing's perfect. Yeah. So That's true. I mean, look, that, that Strive UI has fucking squatters rights at this point. Like, it, it just stuck there and stayed there. It's not going nowhere. With, yeah. With I think the heart are. system is so weird. That's the only thing I wish that they changed was that they went back to it looking like rounds and rounds going by and not hearts going yeah. down. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it is what yeah, it I, is. Uh, and you know, I vote that we bring back the primal rage system where your heart explodes when your fucking health meter goes away. <laughs> you ever played primal rage? The uh, dinosaur I, fighting game? I think I played it once a long time ago. I think with my dad. Oh, oh my God. Primal rage is so good. Like, their stun oh. meter is like when the stun meter goes down, the your brain like flattens and you're all confused and stunned. And then when your life bar goes down, your heart explodes. It's the best. I love Primal Rage. Okay. Uh, but that's just me. Sorry. <laughs> one thing that I love is ending podcasts. Uh, not that we have to talk, oh, stop yeah. talking, but I am going to stop recording because it's been two hours. That so yeah yes it's. I know. I uh, my wife was like, "How long do you think you're gonna be?" And I was like, "I don't know, probably four to five minutes an hour." And then we started talking, and like the hour mark hit, and I went, "This thing's going for at least another forty-five minutes." Yep. <laughs> and now we're here. Oh, I I knew where this was going. So, <laughs> so I was like, I'll, <laughs> "I'll put the brakes on this train eventually." Uh, but do you have anything you want to plug? Anything like that? Yes. Oh my God, I have so much to plug. Uh, Twitter.com/slash/TheRatchetFlash is where you can find me. Uh, twitch.tv slash Roger Flash is where you can find me when I stream sometimes. Uh, you can go to uh, fuckdelaware.com to find the online local uh, streaming Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Oh, how long is your uh, streak? That's a good one. To how plug. long have you entered? <laughs> I am going on, uh, I, th- I think we're going to hit 100 weeks straight here in a couple, I think in the middle of February, it'll be 100 straight. Uh, tournaments entered nice almost two so years. i'm 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 yeah i'm very excited it's been I, I currently have the longest entrance streak of anyone uh which is great i think by a mile um, too. <laughs> yeah oh it's like it's not even close like i think admiral nemo finished behind me last year i had like because there were some off weeks where we did like charity tournaments or not charity but like the three v3s yeah um, and then there was the that don't count yep, the the streaks. Te- yeah the team tournaments don't count and then the um uh, the Royal Rumble that we did, that didn't count because I obviously couldn't play in it, but it was not a normal night. Um, 
But yeah, other than that, like I think I had 49 weeks, and I think Admiral Nemo was behind me at 40 weeks. So, but like overall, like I yeah, we're approaching 100 very fast, and there's no one close. Yeah. Um. So yeah, go go to fuckdelaware.com or gamerbrew.lol or frameinfowars.com to find the online local MetaView Mondays, as we currently call them. Uh, sponsored yeah. by MetaView. Also, shout out to MetaView for giving me a $50 Nintendo eShop gift card uh, for winning their contest. That was fun. Oh, Good time. Yeah. I went out. Yeah, so that was cool. Wanted the PS5. Didn't get the PS5. Uh, but that's okay. Um, what else do I have to plug? I don't know. Some random uh, coming back? Uh, some random's coming back? Eventually, like I said, twitch.tv slash watch flesh. You never know when you see Nogarami's beautiful face on there with me. Yeah. Um. Oh! Uh... Fucking go listen to the Yace cast, uh, the the Yace crew, Y-A-S-E. They have a podcast. It's very fun. Uh, it's very good. I was a guest on there. Did a really good show. Uh, listen to to Nog Chats, Chats with Nog. Uh, you're going right to plug the podcast that you're currently on? Abs- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, I will. Um, yeah, I'll fucking go, go pre-order Little Nightmares 2. Little Nightmares is one of my favorite horror games of all time. Go pre-order Little Nightmares 2. Support the indie dev companies. All right. Uh, um, play Magic Arena. Hold on. No, no, I'm, no, I'm not done no, yet. Play Magic ha- Arena. You have to get cut off at some use, point. You shouted out like 10 use, things. Use, use, use redemption code play Caldeem to get three booster packs for free on Magic Arena. Uh, fucking use play, play, play uh, uh, shit. I can't remember. The, play Ravnica. Play Ravnica gets another three packs on Magic Arena. Uh, play the, magic, the card game. Follow uh, fucking... Yeah, th- yeah, this guy. Uh, follow. <laughs> Shit. Uh, fuck. What else can I plug? Uh, go to Walmart.com. Go no, visit your local Walmart. No, no. <laughs> I I draw the line at Walmart, the largest business in the world. No, we're not plugging them. They they, they have plenty. Okay, I'm ending it. Use here. coupon. Use coupon code. Coupon. Flash at coupon code. Co- yeah, yeah. Use your coupon code Sriracha Flash at Walmart.com to get any 0% off of any purchase. That's a free 0% off any purchase with promo code Sriracha Flash. Go go to redtube.com slash Sriracha Flash. No, 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 no. We're not doing that one. I will draw the line there. Uh, that's that's been a podcast, folks. Uh, I'm Luke Remy. Have, you, a, have a good week. Dinosaurs are the reason we have flowers. Bye.